This is the Bounty Hunt Podcast. Bounty Hunters, we don't need that scum. A Utini Patreon exclusive featuring Star Wars news and discussion beyond the expanded universe. I have never met a Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. And now, it's time to collect those credits. As you will. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Hello everyone, welcome to Bounty Hunt, a Utini Network podcast where we hunt down all the extra content in the Star Wars universe. It's a glorious Saturday afternoon slash evening slash Sunday morning, I don't know, but I'm one of your host Eric Eilerson and joining me to talk all about the first part of the Bad Batch finale is the full crew, starting with the inimitable Dr. Corey Helton. Hey buddy. Inimitable, man, I am uh, I'm honored, what a word. <laughs> you know, what? it just came to me. I looked, at, I, I looked at your face, and I'm like, "Oh, that's an inimitable face right there. That's wow. what that is." Wow, man, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Good, because uh, nothing else makes me cry than the joy and ecstasy I feel looking into the stark and stormy eyes of Dr. Charles Hankel. Um, we're getting some hell of some intros today. <laughs> I'm still not sure if you insulted Corey or not, so I'm just gonna say thank you, and I'm happy to be here. <laughs> That's fair. I would never insult Corey, but I would definitely never insult the computer-building, bad-batch-watching saint himself, the mayor of Texas, Wes Jenkins. The mayor of Texas. <laughs> if that was a thing, I would, I would apply for it. That's you, buddy. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. I, I uh, changed out my computer, uh, just the case itself, and I thought it'd take me an hour, and it took me six hours, so um, I... <laughs> I had to push the show back an hour, so this could we're doing this in the future. Um, this could have been done a long time ago, which was an hour, but hey, we're here. We're, we're here. here, we're doing it. That's right. <laughs> we did it. Uh for all our, our video listeners, wow, video watchers, audio listeners, uh, if you're not looking at us, I'm wearing an Attack of the Clones tank top today, and I just wanted to say it's because Corey watched Attack of the Clones last night, was texting me about it, and I just yeah. felt inspired. So maybe that'll affect the show. I don't know. <laughs> uh but Bounty, Bounty Hunt, what this is, if you've never tuned in before, hell of an episode to start. Uh, we are going to go over a summary of what happened in the latest episode of Star Wars Visual Media, in this case, The Bad Batch. Then we're going to talk about what we liked about it. We'll rate it, you know, do all that fun stuff. And today, our hunt is all about The Bad Batch Season 1, Episode 15, The Finale, Part 1, or Return to Camino. So, spoiler warning here, we will fully spoil the episode if you have not watched it yet. Hit this pause button, go over to Disney Plus or your friend's Disney Plus you're stealing the password for, no shame, uh, and make sure you watch the whole episode, and then come on back. But now, let us jump right into the episode so we can chat. We begin this episode with Hunter, kidnapped last episode, and now he has been taken to an almost empty Camino as the Bad Batch fixes their ship and races to rescue him. Once they arrive at Camino, the Bad Batch discovers a secret platform, thanks to Omega, that takes them to an underwater tube system and an old ally, the droid AZ. Meanwhile, Hunter is led through the halls of Camino, which are now devoid of all regs and Kaminoans. He questions Crosshair about what's going on, but he already knows what's happening. The Bad Batch then follows Hunter's comm device, which has been intentionally activated by Crosshair, eventually leading them, without Omega, to the training room where we first saw them at the beginning of the season. Crosshair then accuses the Bad Batch of abandoning him, but after he shockingly takes out all the other guards from Project Warmantle, he offers them a choice. Join him. Join the Empire. They were made for more than these petty errands they've been going on. He can give them purpose. 
Omega, though, opposing her orders to alert Rex in case of trouble, activates the training droids underneath the arena in an attempt to help the Bad Batch, and as the classic Bad Batch theme plays, Crosshair reunites with his old squad, and they take down all the droids. After the battle, Hunter pleads for Crosshair to come back with them and to get his inhibitor chip removed, but Crosshair reveals that chip has been gone for a while. This is actually who he is. Hunter then stuns Crosshair, and the Bad Batch starts to abandon the whole station. But Tarkin has given the order, you may fire when ready. And we know what happens there. The Venator Star Destroyers then open fire on the Kaminoan base, completely decimating it as our heroes sprint towards the exit. Kamino is gone, and the episode blacks out. All right, guys. We'll start it off. One to ten. Corey, let's start with you. Ten, baby. Let's go! Yeah, all the way. Let's this episode go! Was, episode was phenomenal. Maybe my favorite episode so far. I've said that before, but... Whew, man, Woo! hit hit me so hard. I had to watch Attack of the Clones last night. Like, I watched the I episode earlier those, in the but day. Totally. Yeah, that's why I watched it, was because yeah. of the Camino stuff, man. It's just... It was emotional. It was hard-hitting. I have so many questions. It was great. I love this one. Excellent. Wes, how about you? I'm going to leave a little room for next episode, but I'm going to give this one a 9.8. It mm. was super good. Um, it answered a lot. It answered a little bit of all the questions that we had, but it also created more questions. Um, but yeah, it was, it was phenomenal just from the beginning to end. I loved it. I can't wait to talk all about right. it. Awesome. You let, let a little room for foam. Like, uh, okay, yeah, <laughs> I love that. All right, Charles, what about you, dude? Got to give this one a 10, man. This one really blew me away. Oh, um, yeah, I go. was, I was like shocked to be sitting here at like whatever time it was 6 a.m. before going to work, like <laughs> tearing up over Camino getting destroyed in a cartoon. And I was, I mean, yeah, if, if a show like this can do that, um, it's got to be a 10. Oh, great stuff. I, I mean, I, I'm going to, balance a, a smidge and leave room for foam with Wes. I'll do a 9.9 .9 just to see what happens next week. I mean, yeah, this episode was phenomenal. I I am I was also just really confused and blown away by how emotional I got at the end. And and that's actually the first thing I want to talk about. Let's jump right into that last sequence, yeah. which is weird for us on the show, but we got to talk about it. The last camera shot showing a barren, empty Camino facility with the music going on, and then it's just completely destroyed so how how emotional was it seeing Camino destroyed because as, as you said Corey watching clones last night we've known Camino for 20 years yeah which is crazy to think about I mean I don't know that hit me a lot harder than I was expecting it to the score by the way phenomenal holy mm. smokes like yes MVP the music that was playing I got misty eyed watching that I'm like freaking cartoons you get you know, mm -hmm. cartoons shouldn't make you cry, but holy crap, they do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, it was just, I don't know. I mean, it really, it was short too. That whole little sequence was like five seconds long. I mean, it just showed a bunch of empty rooms with mm -hmm. that music playing and man, it's cool to see the conclusion of Camino after all this time. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was funny that, I mean, we all postulated, I think in one of the first few episodes, of Bounty Hunt for this season of Bad Batch that Camino was going down, right? Yeah, I mean, like yeah, we, right. we had full conversations about how it's probably going to get destroyed by the Empire. Like, we, we right. knew it was coming, and yet it didn't help when the time came to see this no. place getting destroyed. <laughs> right. And, and 
a weird thing that really triggered me, I think, with with really hitting me in the feels and making me sad was Camino is always, even though it's always raining, inside it's always just like stark, bright white, right? And as soon right. as the first uh, bombs or whatever you want to call them were hitting, the lights went out and it was mm-hmm. dark and it felt like seeing the wow. spirit like of Camino leave. Yeah. And uh, wow, that was great. like a really big moment for me. I don't know why. Like the the platforms itself, it seemed like it seems like Camino is just centered around those one like set of platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, do we know of anything outside of those platforms? I mean, there is under apparently there's an underground tunnel that mm-hmm. goes to a lab, but that like that lab, I believe, is where all those platforms are that got blown yeah. up. So um, maybe I don't I'm not sure if they have other like platforms on that planet. It would seem yeah. likely, but um, to put a to put an end to something that we've been talking about for what over a decade. What mm-hmm. happened to Camino after yeah, <laughs> after episode two? Nobody knows, and well, yeah. and we got it in this. It's almost like we get like getting that information from uh, from comics too, and we get those um, those reveals in comics that we don't know about. Yeah, yeah, and I th- and I think what hit me too that all all phenomenal points about it. I like the the spirit of Camino leaving was so true because I think that when we watched it get destroyed, we know it's not talked about at all in like the original trilogy the sequels like we're watching something be destroyed but we're also watching the legend of a planet die and i think yeah. that i really like the choices that they they uh they decided to shoot with like the pods right mm-hmm. because we've seen those are filled with millions of clones yeah. and we've seen we've seen the pods like yeah camino has always been dense there's always just been so much yeah. life and we didn't even see it really kind of gradually lessen. Like they've talked about, oh, we're getting rid of some of the Kaminoans. We're, we're putting the clones on ships or whatever. But just to have nothing there was really just harrowing. And then just the brutality with which they destroyed everything. It was it was that moment of like kind of seeing an old friend die and being like, man, no one's no one's going to find it. Like it's it's being yeah. lost to the sea. Like it's not even like the one we saw mm-hmm. earlier on. I forgot which planet it was that Cad Bane was on, where it was abandoned, but you could still right. go find it. Like it's just mm-hmm. gone. Well, this one's gone. This one's gone for sure. And you know, every episode we talk about, we talk about this always. Like one bit, I feel like that the animation is really next level. The destruction of Camino was phenomenal. Maybe yes. the yeah. best. Maybe the best. Like, like. Uh, ships destroying a planet we've ever seen i mean it was so yeah. so good i mean yeah we like talked the, about them saving budget for the last season like this yeah, this was no the kidding. budget this mm-hmm. is expensive the, animation the sound effects of like the blaster bolts hitting the, the planet i mean you remember that do you remember that that shot that sounded so cool in uh in the last jedi when they're on um they're on the salt planet at the very end and that tie fighter comes across the trench just like oh yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah like yeah that was in this i mean it was like that was the sounds it was making you could hear it the the, the blasters like penetrating the base like it was just mm-hmm. sick man then that one shot specifically where it showed the underwater shot of them hitting the like that like the structural fantastic. support and then, yeah. uh, then the whole thing tips <clears throat> over and the waves that happen when the thing goes underwater it was just start to finish that destruction was so beautiful um yeah really incredibly animated yeah, and I and I really love too like like before that we get to see the bad batch being there I think was very important too cuz they saw w- their home, their birthplace literally uh destroyed and before that I we get Omega leading them in and again, we got what we love in this episode, Omega 
being important. Omega yeah. knowing where to go. Yeah. She knows Camino better than probably almost anyone other than Nala say, I would argue at this point. And we get her coming to Camino, knowing where the secret platform is, knowing where the tunnels are. And she introduces the batch to the lab where they were made. She's right. like, this is where you were born. This is where I was born. And did you guys expect her to, I guess, have that level of knowledge? Because this, this, she's still a know. kid, but she seems to know everything about them. It's, I mean, it's it sounded to me like her and the Bad Batch are the same age, if not her. She's a little yeah. older. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think yeah. she Wesley. made a comment about being there, mm -hmm. didn't she? Yeah, she, she was there. Like when they created. were created. Yep. It's, right. That's so older. odd that the kid is older than the full-grown adult men. <laughs> yeah. That are yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Crazy. Right. They're so they're like, double, like, so she's probably like twelve, and they're probably like nine, like what nine or ten, because then they'd be like eighteen or twenty-ish. Mm -hmm. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Wes, I know you and I have talked a lot about like, like we're very interested in the secrets surrounding Omega. There seems to be more stuff, and I still have so many questions. Like, what is going on? Like, she knows about. First off, why is this lab a secret? Why is it like off the books, off the record, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. she's, I mean, uh, Tech said that it's not on any schematics of the base. Why is that yep. the case? Like, I don't understand why it's all secret. You know, also, she was like very tearful, kind of weirdly going back to the lab. Like, yeah. I'm not really sure what that was all about. I couldn't tell very if that was supposed to be about, like, was that about Hunter and she's afraid for him? Or is it about, I still feel like there's secrets that we don't know about Omega, like stuff mm -hmm. that is going on with her. And I don't know, man, it's, it's definitely implied that she was there when they were created, which is wild. To think yeah. About. And yeah, as B Nasty says in the chat, it, it does, it does prove that she doesn't have the accelerated aging. So if, as yeah, far true. as like, same as Boba, seems like she's one of now two clones that doesn't acceleratingly age, which again, yeah. in the meta world, if she makes it through all this does open her up to appear in future projects as an adult. But again, I'm I, yeah. I'm not banking on that yet right now. I think that she still has so much story to tell in this show. Um, but yeah, that was that was really intense to see that happen. And I and I also love that even though everything's abandoned, like you said, Charles, it's still so like clean. Everything is still so sterile. And like right before you assume that once things get destroyed, a lot of times in Star Wars we see them dirty and we see like, oh, they're breaking mm -hmm. down and things like that. Camino is still pristine. Yeah. Um so clean and, and this lab is still pristine, even though who knows if they've made altered clones or defective clones mm -hmm. in the last 10 years. Yeah, right. So that, that that's one of the things that they kind of confirmed here was that they're not defective clones. They're enhanced. And yes, Crosshair yeah. kind of confirmed that too. And that's where, but then they were put into like gin pop, if you will, and mm -hmm. said, oh, <laughs> these guys are, uh, these guys are defective. They're not like everybody else. Something, something screwed up whenever we yeah. made these. Yeah. Yeah, that's so there was a goal that they were trying to get to. Blind Fates asked that in the chat. Do we think that the defects were intentionally made? And it's sort of, I guess that's implied, oh, yeah. right? Oh, but yeah. like I think they, so. they, they acted like they were not, I guess. I mean, it was it's strange. This, this, I feel like this is a bigger reveal than we've sort of realized. Like, yeah. maybe this is why Nalase, right? The scientist was yeah. all mm -hmm. interested in them because they were specially created. Um, I don't know. It was, yeah. I mean, if we want to go towards like, so this next question I see you put in here, Corey, like where are the clones and the Kaminoans, right? That's mm -hmm. another good question. And here's where I put on my, my conspiracy hat, right? My, my cool Snoke conspiracy hat. Um, I think that the Kaminoans at least are going to Exegol or are going to Coruscant to work with Palpatine on the mm -hmm. cloning because we just got this 
um, StarWars.com deep dive about Palpatine's contingency plan this past week, which if you haven't seen it, it's on StarWars.com. It's really interesting. And it goes into Palpatine's cloning of like how he made Snoke and how he was trying to find a, a proper vessel for himself. And I'm wondering if the Kaminoans, were they already trying to find a cloned vessel that would be powerful enough to hold the spirit of Palpatine? Is that what the Bad Batch were the first step of? Was like Palp was like Bad Batch. Nope, still not strong enough, but they do have military things. Great. And then like Snoke isn't powerful enough. So we have to keep going, keep going until eventually he made Ray's parents. And I do think that the clones are maybe going to like more military installations like War Mantle. I think they want them to, to train the new recruits still um, or are used for cannon fodder and rebellions, honestly. But I do think the Kaminoans are being shipped directly to Palpatine FedEx. Like, I want him there today. <laughs> go in the in the bowels of the 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 temple on Coruscant, or go off to Exegol and start working. Yeah, or somewhere for sure. I mean, that was kind of my theory too. Is maybe they're going to end up related. I mean, it looks like that's kind of maybe how Mandalorian is connected um, with the mm -hmm. scientists that we see in that show. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's all very that interesting. Would, that would be yeah, very interesting to see something about Exegol in this part of the timeline. Yeah, we've only you know we've only heard about that. Um, on the very last movie, but mm -hmm. maybe what what's that? What's Exegol right now? And we don't know, but that would be incredibly yeah. interesting to see if they reveal something like that in season two or the last word of finale of the finale. They're just, just yeah. like Exegol, and you're like, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? Yahoo! Uh, I you know I also sort of appreciate the the little droid being brought back. AC, um, yeah, yeah. We, we've seen him over and over again through uh, yeah. Clone Wars and this show now and. Pretty Remember cool. when he was a jet ski for an episode? For sure. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I noticed when I was watching is his eyes are the same as C-3PO's. I mean, oh, yeah. You need to oh, check yeah, that out. They, they look totally just are. like him. And I'm basically from episode one where he plugs the thing into C-3PO's eye. Um, but you can see like the, the slits in the eyes. Mm -hmm. And it, I mean, it's like they're identical. So... They're using the same a, technology. There's an episode of Futurama. I love Futurama. It's one of my favorite shows. There's an episode <laughs> of Futurama where they're there's they're on like a like a fake Titanic type of thing, mm -hmm. and they're all drowning. And this one droid's like, "Wait, aren't you a aren't you a aren't you a member of the yacht club?" And she goes, "Yes, I'm a class three yacht." And then she turns into a she turns <laughs> into a boat. A yeah, that's AZ, man. Are, yeah. Aren't you a member of the yacht club? <laughs> yeah, but I I liked him. Uh yeah, Obi Wan says in the chat like he went he went with the Bad Batch right so yeah, yeah. that's right he did well I mean again they're still on Camino um right. at the end of the, I I'm guessing because they, they all, got re-upped for a second season they all get oh. on top of their shoulders like He's a an circus expansive act, one and they just, <laughs> they take off that'd be on great AC. well yeah I guess that's something we I don't think we mentioned at the top of this episode we mentioned it on Living Force this week uh we we have a confirmed second season so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We know now going into this that the Bad Batch will be back for season two. We don't know how many characters will be back. Um, yeah. But it is interesting that maybe AZ is the person they're picking up. Uh, but speaking of characters, they literally picked up, segue, uh, Crosshair. So we get the scene in the training center with Crosshair. I thought was fascinating i did yeah. not think they were going this way mm -hmm. um i loved when we saw the little like crosshair bouncing spheres i was like oh my god you he planned this are. whole thing so how'd you guys feel when crosshair is like oh no i don't have a chip i have a lot like, of questions about all so that. confused Me go too. for it 
Let's talk so, about it. First of all, the little bouncing thing was in there. All right. So he totally yeah. planned to kill all those guys like yep. from the start, which is interesting. Uh, there was a shot where like when they're fighting after they finish fighting, he like holds his head and like shakes his head like he's not in control. Mm -hmm. That was very interesting. Uh, and then Hunter turns his head at the end of the episode and it shows the scar where it's burned on the back of his head, but it doesn't mm -hmm. look like there's a like an incisional scar there, right? Like mm -hmm. he's had his chip removed. You think he's lying about the chip? That's oh no, I don't think he's lying. I think that came I, I think know. that came from when he was horribly injured by that engine yeah. blast, right? Because he was like right. carted well, we off and had the big thing on his head. So like I don't think he had like a clean removal of his chip per se. I think it, he had like a horrible injury. Oh, like when they when they medically the had to fix that, they just like got that. yeah, yeah, yeah. just malfunctions Maybe. inside his head. Yeah, sure. just for storytelling purposes, I don't think they'd have him lie about it because I think it's like that's an interesting thing to put forward. Mm -hmm. Um, and but if I, he was saw, lying we, about it, how would he have done what he did? Right. We saw, but we saw earlier in the episode, we earlier in the season that they like enhanced his chip. Yeah. Right. That's so like episode like, one, though. So between, yeah, so I mean, somewhere in he, the season, if he did, quote unquote, have his chip removed, which mm -hmm. seems like a huge risk for like the Empire to allow him to do. If that's true, then like he would have had to do it in secret, I guess. And it definitely happened off screen. Like we never saw it. So I, I don't, don't know. I, I don't. I have doubts. I don't think about he that. had it removed, though. Like I think it was just destroyed when he got hurt like that and yeah. like, he what are they says, gonna, like he says plug? i had it removed that's what he said yeah i, I don't I think that might be reading too much into the exact phrasing though yeah well, the, I, I, he doesn't have the chip now i think that's like regardless of how it happened i do believe just just purely from a writing standpoint i don't think it makes sense to right. have him lie about that well, let's let's say he told the truth then yeah um what what is his goal here why because he's asking them to join mm. the empire but then he kills all these guys like What's up? That's with my that? that's my biggest question too. Because who's to say that the Empire even wants the Bad Batch? Because they they don't even want the clones to begin with. So like, right. Who is he to ask them to do that to find purpose in the Empire that already is phasing out all of the clones? You know, mm -hmm. like what's what's his mm -hmm. plan? If they were like, sure, yeah, are they gonna like just go up to Rampart and and ask for a contract? Like, I mean, I yeah, I I mean, then he's like. I don't. I don't really understand how killing all his troops is going to accomplish that. If anything, that's going to make uh, them job look openings. really bad. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know? they're, they're again. They're Blind they're demand, specialized. Baby. They're specialized clones, and the the other ones were not. They're just regs. They yeah. have they have abilities that the other clones don't actually have, especially the TK units. So yeah, I right. mean, they could be yep. they could be a special a special forces unit that yeah. is, I mean, that can prove themselves a lot better than those other troops. And and Crosshair did go up to Rampart uh, near in the beginning of this episode, and and it, Rampart's like, you know, what if your plan doesn't work? So I think I think he told Rampart that his plan was to mm. recruit the Bad Batch, mm. and I think Rampart's like, cool, we'll go along with this. And then in the behind the scenes, he's like, and if it doesn't work, I'll just kill him. So yeah. I think he wants a specialized squadron, and I think this the more interesting thing about Crosshair's chip not being there anymore, I think he believes everything he's saying at this mm -hmm. point to hunter like i think he does feel abandoned i think he does feel like you were my brothers and you left me and now i want mm -hmm. you to come back because one i'm he won't say i think he does miss them and i think also he's like this is a purpose like you are going around gallivanting doing like on the run and doing these like nothing missions 
like you're the bad batch like we are the most powerful fighting unit in the galaxy essentially mm -hmm. to him we should be more important than that and i thought that was a really interesting yeah. thing to say yeah, that line that line when uh sorry Corey, just quickly no, he, he was like um he said something along the lines of like you all left me behind and hunter was like you tried to kill us we didn't have a choice and he's like and i did i was like oh my yeah God. yeah that was yeah really that line. was oh oh obi-wan in the chat you were my brother's bad batch i loved you <laughs> like very similar yeah. though it's a this, lot of abandonment this makes us want to makes us make me want to go back and see the episodes directly after he gets the the engine and the burns on his face and apparently mm -hmm. makes his chip defective um is there anything are there any instances in those following episodes where crosshair like doesn't have like a one track mind of killing the bad batch and so that's something we have to go back know. and check not really i Man, do feel it, like there's a moment where because hunter says like you want to kill us all and hunter's like or crosshair says if i wanted to kill you you'd be dead and i do feel like that explains a bit of their fights throughout the season though because crosshair doesn't miss shots mm -hmm. and i feel like there is an element throughout the season of like if he really wanted to kill them he could have sniped them in secret i feel like most of the time and this makes a lot of that make sense mm -hmm. i think yeah, he. It, it, i mean it's it's vader to luke it's kylo to ray as blind fate says in the thing like i'm your enemy but i'm actually trying to recruit you Ooh, angela brings up a really good point in the chat that could be believable i think he believes the empire lied and told him his chip is removed but it actually wasn't but he believes that that's an interesting theory that would be I interesting because oh, they could scan him such a, I, such a like i know circuitous like my head's starting to hurt myself well, I mean, he, listen he does have that weird moment in the fight where he holds his head like he mm. doesn't have control like something is odd there i'm telling you like mm -hmm. I, I don't know what it is but, but I, I don't think it's as simple yeah. as they didn't put that in for nothing yeah. Also, my, my other my other question is i don't really want to get too hung up on whether or not this is true or not but my, my other question is um he's talking about like he sounds like Darth Vader. Like he's like, think of the, all the things we could accomplish oh, with the Empire. Absolutely, like, he does. What, is he, what the hell is he talking about? I mean, they're just going to be soldiers that are committing well, atrocity we know that. across the. You know, well, that's that's what I think is honestly <laughs> the most interesting about all of this is we're so used to seeing clones who, even if they look a little bit different or act a little bit different, they all kind of have the same goal, and they all kind of. I don't know. Their base tenant is like being loyal to your brothers and like fighting for the or for the republic rather. And then we see someone who, assuming he does not have an inhibitor chip, has taken a complete 180 mm -hmm. from like what the rest of the clones that are like him think. And it's crazy yeah. to think that they're clones, but personality-wise and I don't know, values-wise, they can be that different naturally. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. that is the biggest swing we have ever seen. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I really think that he's just like, you know, we have these skills. Grow up. The Republic is gone. The Empire is here. Just, I'm the leader of a unit. Come with me. We'll do these jobs and we'll just, ha like, or else you're going to die, basically. I think there's, I think yeah. he also has an idea of what's happening to the clones getting recycled yeah. and stuff. He's like, why wouldn't you do this? It guarantees you life. They're, they got dental. Like, well, I feel he, like he's he, just, he, like, he you actually, know? he addresses that, I think. If like, they have dental, explain Palpatine. <laughs> oh, great point. Great point. <laughs> I think uh, I think I think you can opt out. Charles. Actually, actually addresses that point. Right. Doesn't Hunter ask him something along the lines of like, where are all the regs? And he's like, who cares? Doesn't he say that? Yeah. I think that's, yeah. That's yeah. a discussion yeah. they have. It's like, yeah, we're not he, like he them. Says, we're different. Yeah. So those he's basically said those are expendable. 
They're not yeah. like us. They're not like the ones that need they need yeah. to keep. Yeah. yeah. I also find it interesting. Um, I believe it was uh, Be Nasty or Blindfade said this in uh, Discord about it, and then I put in the in the outline. I really liked that that line we talked about a second ago about you know you're meant for more than this, right? Because that's what Crosshair keeps trying to do. You're meant for more than this. Who cares about the regs? Go forward. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily make me enjoy like uh, like the Infested episode we weren't super high on, and like some other Just Mission episodes more, mm-hmm. but it does make them make sense because he's like. What you're just doing these missions, you don't have mm-hmm. a purpose, and I'm like, that's a little meta, and yeah. I'm like, that's really interesting, yeah. and I yeah. feel story satisfaction about that to be like, and Crosshair calls him out, and it's also, you know, you got to think like, cro- what Crosshair's saying does make some sense too, because like, oh yeah, literally they were born and bred to be soldiers, and the Empire is the army now, like that yep. is who you can fight for now, so yep. I mean, I get it at the same time. Yeah, and I feel like he's definitely going on. You know, we 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 questioned is Crosser going to have a redemption arc, right? Yeah. We talked previously, like, is he too far gone? Is he too far gone? Is he too far gone? And I like the way you said that, Charles, because I was frankly surprised in this 20-minute episode. We haven't seen Crosshair do anything redeemable for quite a while. Mm-hmm. By the end, how much I was kind of like, oh, yeah, like, I could see them wrapping up Crosshair the next episode. Like, I think they could end this season being a united batch, like, mm. pretty easily now. I think that there would be some struggles, but I definitely agree with the fact that they put in a lot of work for Crosshair here in, like, mm-hmm. one conversation. I think that really speaks to the strength of the writing of this particular episode. Yeah. Yeah. So, so with that in mind, if they are a, a reunited Bad Batch in its entirety what do you think their major goal would be going forward? Because Crosshair and, you know, his inhibitor chip and all that stuff was a huge point of the story. Obviously, there's right. the Omega stuff going on, but would it be like reunited batch against Rampart and the troopers? Like, Are you talking where, about next is, week or next season? No, like ne- like big picture. Where okay. Where is it going if we resolve this by the end of season one? I have a couple options, and let me know if any of some stupid deal. Number one, I think the clearest way forward is they join up with Rex, and they are like, we're going to recruit people for the rebellion. Like, we have skills. We're going to go out and help the downtrodden, and season two, we'll be building the rebellion forces. I also uh-huh. think there's a less... I think it's less possible, but it'd be cool if they dedicate themselves to going out and rescuing the regs. They're like, hmm. where are all our reg brothers going to be disposed of? Because they spent their whole time not caring about the regs. So what a cool twist it would be to be like, they're dedicating their lives now to saving clones from being recycled by the Empire. Hmm. I think that could also, whatever they're doing, they're, they're definitely saving people in, in gonna have to get one two. of those. Uh, going to have to get one of those MRI machines for their ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe like Technics like handheld ones. That's just like, you know. Yep. Brain Star Wars surgery. medicine. Who cares? It's all yeah, handheld brain surgery. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah. What do, you, I mean, what do you guys think? Like what, what the next step is? I mean, where they're going to yeah, go? Next big picture. I still think they're going to get hooked up with Rex and the Rebellion. I think we're going to lead there. I think this is Dave Filoni and all, all paths lead to Ahsoka. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I think that's probably where we're going. I mean, the, the one line was, if we get into trouble, leave, get on the ship and call Rex for help. Right. So it's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're, right. they're pointing, they're all pointing in that direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, and they did send, um, I see in the chat, like they did send Gregor to Sid. That was a nice little off 
you know, an, an off comment. So Sid is also seems to be a continual ally. I'm sure we'll see more of her in season two of like a, you know, a home base to get more mm -hmm. missions, to get more intel. Um, but I think as far as medium picture, it's not big picture, but like medium picture for her, for next week, for the finale of the season, I think we get a really interesting conversation with Crosshair about that. And I think we get, I think we got to get to Rex. We got to get off Camino first. We're still on Camino. I keep forgetting that. Like we're still in the yeah, exploding that was, building. Yeah. That's, that's my question. How do we, how do we get off? Also, that was really a cool little bit. I, I really liked it. They all ran outside and everything is just, it's hellscape like outside. Yeah. And they're it's like, horrifying. Hey, let's go back inside. Like it was, it was <laughs> like the episode of the Clone Wars with Obi-Wan on Mandalore and that door raises up and there's all the explosions yeah. and the massive battle. And nope. It was yeah. fantastic. It's like in Force Awakens where they're like, they're in trouble. We have a pack of bombs. We can do something with this, right? Like, yeah, that, that was good. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to get off Camino. Maybe they're going to ride it like into the into the yeah. ocean and then there's got to be the secret tunnels. Maybe that. Mm -hmm. What about maybe. those animals? Secret what about tunnels. Those? There are those animals that uh that like fly right. under the water. Oh, yeah, the underwater pterodactyls. <laughs> Maybe maybe Omega has like a pet pterodactyl hidden away somewhere. It's more like more cool. like a manta ray that can fly. Let's be real. Oh, what? I bet they <laughs> use. True. I bet they use those underwater tunnels again, though. Yeah, yeah. Like that yeah. that seems like out. the best bet to get out and not be seen by you know all the empire yep. that's hanging out. Then Rampart's like there were no survivors. The batch was was killed in the explosion. So then. Mm -hmm. They think Omega was killed in the explosion, which would get the bounty hunters off of her back, and everyone thinks they're dead. Hey, so it's a nice hey. way to kind of get out of that. Yeah. Where, where uh, let's discuss for a second. Where do you guys think the the clones are? I mean, I do kind of like your theory about uh, like maybe the Bad Batch is somehow involved in you know trying to rescue the those guys a little bit, but like, mm -hmm. where are they? I mean, are they yeah, in, like there's are they kids? in prison? Like there's children, there's babies, there's fetuses and test tubes. I mean, mm -hmm. <laughs> there's all kinds of crazy different levels of aging. Yeah. Like, I mean, they didn't. I'm gonna go dark here. I don't think they ship the fetuses off of Camino. I mean, but like, just I don't in know. The ocean, just open up the cap and just pour them off the edge. Is that what they did? Yeah, yeah. As far yeah, as the dark, uh, yeah. I, know. <laughs> I think the adult level clones. I don't know. What do you guys think? This, there's there's a lot of options we can go with. I think they're on Coruscant on level thirteen, thirteen. <laughs> sure. You know what? Sure. That's where everyone ends up. I don't know. I think maybe they are just very expendable um mm. yeah. i don't know i have a lot of I, questions I and mean, they could have just killed them all i suppose but that seems like yeah. a waste of mm -hmm. just manpower yeah i think that i think for the most part i i would expect the empire to kill them but i am also sure that there are those who got away so i don't think there's like some backwater planet full of all the clones like hanging out that were <laughs> playing volleyball off, you know, like <laughs> I think clone, there's probably the like a small group that will find bar. their way into the course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I mean, there's like, and there also is a little bit of a question of how many clones there are because in attack of the clones, it says you have 200,000 units ready and a million more on the way. So yeah, with, with as long as it takes to create them, like I think, you know, in legends, I think it was talked about that there were a, way more clones like than, yeah. than we actually see in canon like in legends there's something like over 15 million or something crazy like that which is yeah. enormous mm -hmm. but like i think in canon we have way less than that i mean just thinking yeah. about just lines we have from the movies and the tv shows i don't really think there's more than a couple million max so yeah and like galactic scope too like i mean there's more than a million planets right so i think like you could conceivably 
as far as making the galaxy bigger, like dumped them on any random planet. Because when we get to the original trilogy, it doesn't seem like anyone, like, oh, the oh, I fought in the Clone Wars back in the day, but there aren't like clones running around, you know, yeah. even yeah. even nineteen years later. So there has to be mm -hmm. something about popular culture not really knowing what the clones are, except for now Rex being like retroactively written in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Do you think you would want to you want to use that experience and be and they would be an instructor, right? Because that's usually yeah. what happens. I like that you're... a lot at the but, academies. Yeah, but um, I mean that could be some off-screen stuff because we don't see, like you said, we don't see any of that in starting of Episode Four. It's all TK units and it's all uh, like uh, subordinates of like other other regular people, mostly humans. Yeah, we're uh, all humans, I guess. But so we never see any clones. Yeah, which is so, interesting. Yeah, so that, I, don't, I don't, I don't know where they're. Maybe they're spread out. Maybe they're just yeah. kind of in units all over the galaxy. Yeah. I don't know. It's still, it's still. Maybe they're at the Citadel. Question. You know, maybe like I think that might be part of season two. Is like maybe that's the question. It's like where did all the clones go? Yeah. That might be what they have to do. Yeah. Interesting. I think it's, uh, it's it's so cool because I think this season what they're doing as as a finale. I think this works very well. We're wrapping up a lot of stuff, and I mm -hmm. think that's really cool. Like there's. Yet, as that happens, so much more is being opened up, and I think that's when Star Wars storytelling is at its best. Yeah. You feel yeah. satisfied, but you also want the next thing, which, right. let's be real, for money, that's how it's supposed to work. Yeah. Like, they, they need <laughs> us is, to keep buying this stuff. There is there is a very large gap of time still that we have nothing yeah. explained. I mean, pretty much everything that's going to happen after Bad Batch in the beginning of Rebels is still kind of an empty giant space, right? There's a lot Pretty of Empire open. stuff, a lot of Syndicate stuff that can happen in there. Like, that's all very interesting. You know, also, I never really thought about this until watching the Attack of Clones last night. There is a enormous gap between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones that's virtually untouched as well. Yeah. Which is, that's a nine-year period that we have yeah. a couple books in, and that's kind of mm -hmm. it. So, I don't know. I'm really interested to see... Oh, sorry, the chat. I love all these theories. And now we're getting like some Snow White references. It's a whole thing. Um, but I like what Blandfight says. It is refreshing to have something that's not focused too much on the Force of the Jedi. And I think that I think we'll get some maybe next season, like sprinkled mm -hmm. in. But I agree for the most part. This first season, other than Kanan in like ep in the first episode, we we didn't see a lightsaber. We, it was all about kind of the turning of the Empire from a different point of view. So yeah. I do think I do think it's possible that when we get to Rex's camp, there are like a Jedi or two right, that are right. I wouldn't be surprised there. if we get a. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a cameo of a major character um, to end the, the season. End, to end the season, maybe even Ahsoka, yeah. something. Maybe like that. Mace Windu. Oh my God! Get what? <laughs> yeah, dude. He's like, <laughs> he's like all bandaged up, and he has a hook for a hand yeah. <laughs> and a wheelchair. Goes, Surprise, mother! And he'd be like, "Oh man, look at that." Um. That's the end of the yeah. episode. He's in a he's in a beach chair and he, he just shows them he's on a beach and he's like at his shoes off and he goes, Surprise, mother and then the, the episode ends. That's the end. <laughs> That'd be great. But I guess no. as we as we kind of wind down this episode and look towards next week, how do you guys think now without the last episode, because last episodes can really affect how seasons are thought of as a whole. Are we still on board? I think I know the answer to this based on our ratings of this episode, that this is the best first season in Star Wars animation history. Yes. Yeah. First season? Yeah. yeah that's not First season. Sure. For sure. There's not there's not that much strong competition for that. Now, last season of a show, that comparing those two first season of Bad Batch, that's tough. But first season, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I totally agree. Just a hell of a job. I mean, like a, a show that shouldn't have worked. On I'll say mm -hmm. like this should not have been 
a, a good deep I show i feel very emotionally connected to this like much more so yeah. than i did about mandalorian right i mean yep, same for me honestly just, i love mandalorian but like there's something there's something maybe because we're, we're all prequel kids here right like maybe there is yeah. something about that like i don't know it just really hit me like this everything that happened on camino is just seems yeah. enormous like they're really tying up a lot of loose ends and it feels like alderaan a little bit yeah you know it does mm. um, alderaan was supposed to feel like yeah <laughs> yeah so when they like final thought from me when they were on the um the secret platform and mm -hmm. obviously uh omega knew where it was because she's seen it before um they land on it and she goes we'll take the you know underground tunnel or whatever and she yeah. walks up and waits if she walk up and wait is it because that has like it has a like a sensor that knows somebody's standing on that that comes up or does she use some kind of force ability to bring that up there i'm i think it's just like an automatic <laughs> door i ask myself that question every time i walk into the grocery store wes what did <laughs> I what you seen those memes people just go wave their hand in front of an automatic door and it opens yeah. it's so good we all do it and it's like charles that door hasn't worked in three years well now <laughs> yes yeah. It is right. plausible, though, Wes. I mean, is it yeah. plausible that Omega is still Force-sensitive? Yeah, I think that's still plausible. Yeah. I think it's I just possible that it was... the, end, the end result of cloning was to how can we artificially create a midichlorian count? I mm, think it's definitely yes. on the table. Mm. Maybe that's why that's Omega definitely... is so important. Yeah, I, I, I think genuinely that could be why Omega is really important, but I do not think that she's actively, knowingly using any kind of Force abilities oh, yeah. right now. I agree. For sure. Yeah, I agree. She's just too. lucky. Where the hell would she have learned it? Freaking Nala say? Is she actually a Jedi? Mace Windu. Can, can Rumor Mace guy. Windu. She's going to learn Vapod? She's oh, going to... Uh... Oh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Shatter points. That's right. Figure out the shatter, the shatter <laughs> point of the Bad Batch is Omega. Uh, all right, y'all. Any final thoughts before we uh, kind of brace ourselves for next week's finale? I'm nervous, to be honest. Like, I feel anxious about it. Like... <laughs> It's, yeah, I'm, I'm not just in my usual like, let's do it. I'm excited to see the finale. Like, I legit have fear. I mean, I don't know if we're gonna lose somebody or yeah, I don't know. It's dramatic. everything's in play. <laughs> everything's in play, and I they already destroyed something that we loved from our childhood. They literally ruined our childhood. I'll say it. I'll say it. Bad Batch ruined my childhood when they destroyed Camino. Um, but that's like fair. In a, in a good way. In a good way. <laughs> Charles West, any any deep senses of fear or dread other than what's going on in the world? Uh, yeah, I mean, I still don't. I just don't. I don't know how they're gonna end it. Like, I really, I'm not totally sold on the we're gonna bring Crosshair back in and everything's gonna be hunky dory. Um, so I'm I'm pretty anxious about that. And here's to returning to Camino one day, building something new there, going underwater, seeing the wreckage in. I don't know, some Jedi Fallen Order 2. I don't know. There we go. <laughs> I want to I wanna go back to Camino already. I'm sad. Oh, yeah. An underwater level. Always everyone's favorite thing. <laughs> uh, Wes, <laughs> you get a, yeah, you get a think, final, final thought. I think um, we do get a, a major character reveal um, next episode. Something that really has us hanging on for, for the beginning of Season 2. Not mm -hmm. sure who it is, if, whether it's going to be Empire or or uh, rebellion but it i'm leaning towards rebellion it's going to be somebody that we've seen before possibly a feloni character but um i don't think we're going to be leaving that episode uh with all the original characters just yeah as as 
moving into the second uh, second season. Yeah, sorry to bring up a, a last final thought, Eric. Do it. Uh, but Wes reminded me because you said Empire or Rebellion. We didn't talk about the Tarkin cameo we got in this episode. Oh yeah, that's true. He's a little bit older. That was pretty cool. Yep. And he said the he said the words like you Give know. Give me fire when ready. Give me fire when ready. Yeah, that was pretty. That was a pretty cool little cameo. I appreciated. When he shows I appreciated up. that they used the the battle cruisers, just the laser cannon fire, and uh-huh. they didn't have yeah. like some prototype Death Star weapon. Yeah, I know. Oh my god. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Planet killing weapons that are just <laughs> readily available for everybody in Star Wars. I know that was yep. great. You now I wonder. I wonder if they use the. I wonder if they use the voice actor for. Tarkin, or if that was an original Star Wars line, I don't know. Yeah, I hope they just like oh, copy pasted it from Rogue One. Honestly, yeah, that's what it sounded like. Um, yeah. yeah, I guess. And my my last thought, I completely agree. I think we'll get a uh, some kind of character at the end because the fact that we're getting the next season in 2022 means that it's already done. They had already they knew this was going to be multi season. It's confirmed. So I think that they were pretty confident that they could put a cliffhanger because we're going to get it so soon. That makes a lot of sense. And I want to um, shout out uh, Angelia in the chat uh, for something I also did. She said, I cheered out loud when the theme music played when they were fighting all together in the training facility. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. That's my final thought is the music of this episode, I think, is the best we've gotten all season. Mm-hmm. Calling back and to the, the Camino theme. music. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was the highest high and the lowest low. I love the themes. I love how they put the themes in because it brings us back to the first time we heard it, whether it be a movie or a TV show. They're awesome. Ugh. Love the themes. So Charles, good. any final, final, final thoughts? Just kidding. Uh, that's all I got. That is all I came prepared Excellent. with. Well, the the last now thought for the show, everyone, thank you for joining on Saturday. On Monday night, we are having an all-questions episode of The Living Force. So I know a bunch of people have already submitted their questions for us to answer. But if you want your question on the show, hit us up at Discord, hit us up on Twitter, and join us Monday night at 8 p.m. Because that will do it for this week's episode of Bounty Hunt. Keep your eyes peeled for our next hunt, and we'll be diving into episode 16 of The Bad Batch, the season finale. A special thank you to Cheryl Bell, OK Endar, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, and Elizabeth Cloutier, Jason Mitchell, Freddie C., and Sally and Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command. Go ahead and tell us all your thoughts about The Bad Batch in our Discord community at utini.com slash Discord using those spoiler tags, please. And be sure to follow the main show on Twitter at LivingForcePod and all of us individually for our thoughts on all things Star Wars. I'm at Eric Eilerson. Corey is at DocStarWarsMD. Charles is at C. Hankel. And Wes is at Boss Wes. Until next time, <sighs> R.I.P. Camino. Rip. You've been listening to the Bounty Hunt Podcast. Yeah? Good. To learn more about other Utini Patreon exclusives, visit utini.com.